Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time. As it's been a little bit of a minute before we've recorded a podcast, almost two full weeks. But uh, hey, uh, we didn't find out who the NHL <laughs> playoffs. We didn't. We didn't know who who was going to end up playing each other in that West Division until around midnight last night with that uh, the the Avalanche coming back and beating the Kings there. Although the comeback's probably a strong word. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Matt Pearson. Joining me today, Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing well. Ready to uh, watch some playoff hockey, which uh, starts tomorrow, which is crazy to think about. It's also weird to think about that playoff hockey starts tomorrow, and my team is playing a meaningless regular season game right now and Mm -hmm. doesn't actually start their playoff games until Thursday. So it's so weird because, like, the playoffs will start tomorrow. Caps Bruins kick it off tomorrow. The, uh, my beloved Colorado Avalanche don't play till Monday, and then your beloved Toronto Maple Leafs don't play till the Thursday after that. It is... Bizarre. Just, just are, a bizarre way of doing it. Canadian division playoffs until mm-hmm. all games between Vancouver and Calgary those, are done. Those meaningful, no meaningful games between Calgary like, and... Those, those, those games shouldn't happen. No. Yeah, that's the first. That's the first thing off the shoot on as far as that goes. Is those games should just be eighty six. I mean, they do it in baseball, right? When games get rained out and then they don't matter, baseball just goes, yeah. "Well, bleep it. We're not going to play those games." What's the point of that, yeah, right? Yeah. And like, and then you add into sort of what the the Canucks have been through as an organization, as a team, and you're like, "Why do we need to do this?" Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess, like, I don't know. Money is that the is that the reason? Is that the only reason? They get they get uh, money yeah, off those that, games somehow. That would be the reason is uh, there's like local TV sponsor deals and sponsorship deals that are on the line here. I just like those deals would be with Sportsnet. Yeah, and I understand that it's a different pots of money or whatnot. But if you're the league, I don't understand why you can't call Sportsnet. And say, look, do you want Toronto Montreal to start two days early or not? Yeah, <laughs> like four and days earlier. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll take that, please. Thanks. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I would have, I would have canceled this Leafs Jets game tonight, and then had uh, had the ha- had the uh, kick off the Habs the first Habs Leafs series since 1979 this Saturday, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, That's just... there's that. Now, I think that there's an argument for. Hey, you made all the other team playoff teams play 56, so you get you should make the Leafs play 56 too. That mm-hmm. I understand. I understand where that argument comes from. I don't understand why. Like, and some people say, well, the Canucks need to finish up for a draft position. Why can't we just do that based on points per game? Done. Problem solved. Like, why, like, why do we have to make this more difficult than it has to be? On a group of guys that were just about all of them had COVID 19, and some of them had it pretty bad. So what? Just why do we have to do it this way? I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I I was I was jokingly saying on Twitter that they should uh, let the they should make this this Canucks Calgary four game series or whatever that they have. They should make it a four game series, and whoever wins, they get to flip draft picks. Whoever whoever gets the best draft pick that comes out ahead, they just flip them. Just spice it up a little bit. Well, right? That sounds like that sounds a little bit like the gold plan, which is something that people talk about, which I kind of <laughs> like. Which is yeah, you know, whoever accrues the most points after they get eliminated from the playoffs mathematically gets mm-hmm. the first pick now. So it still gives you an, uh, the, the, the worst teams an advantage, but it also means that you shouldn't like entirely tank, which mm-hmm. is something to think. The only problem with the goal plan is it would murder the trade deadline. Yeah, that's, that's true for sure. Um, uh, that being said, well, well, we'll get into that in a second. Um, this year also would have been a little bit ridiculous just because like the Leafs didn't clinch their division 
until a week after some other teams had. But the Leafs are going to win their division by more than anybody else did. The only reason the Leafs didn't clinch the division was because the North division was so far behind on games played because yeah. of what happened with the Canucks. So just anyway, that's that's just that's a one off. You would hope that something like that never happens again. Yeah, and like the Avalanche in Vegas didn't didn't clinch the division until game 56 of a 56 game yes. season now, when that they one is a little bit different because the team yeah. with the two highest totals happen to be in the same division so True. that's something that they happen all the time anyway yeah the they, they all made the playoffs at like 48 points and then still had like 12 yeah. games left though right yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Leafs had this huge, uh, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't say huge, like Edmonton's going to finish six points behind them or five or five or six points behind them, whatever it is. But that's the biggest gap in the league. Yet the Leafs were the second last team to clinch. So anyway, it's not, um, that's just another weird thing. There, there was no goal plan this year, so it doesn't really matter that it went the way that it did. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the, the moral of the story is Bill Daly. I heard him on the athletic hockey show with, uh, with Scott Burnside and Pierre Lebrun essentially say, well, we don't let teams, you know, stop playing in a regular normal season. Why do, why should we let, why should we let that happen now? But the answer is because most this of the roster at COVID in these games uh, don't count. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, hand up. Ooh, me, please. Mr. Daly. Yeah. Matt Pierce. Uh, um, because this isn't a normal season. If the Canucks were finishing their regular season on the same day as everybody else, even yeah. though a bunch of the guys, COVID, blah, blah, blah. Then, okay. That's a different conversation. Like, Oh, okay. All right. They get to, you know, get they, they're they're done okay it's not delaying the playoffs for anybody but that's not what's going on here so it's just it's a little ridiculous but whatever we'll wait till thursday let's uh let's get into some teams that are actually playing important yeah. games well i just want to say one more thing on that if you're if you're a canucks or flames fan that's gotta be weird though right that it's like i mean you're probably still going to watch those games as a fan of those teams because why wouldn't you right but it's just going to be weird to see the capitals you know? in the I don't know. Maybe I. Like, I like, mean, here's the thing. If I'm a, if if I'm a fan of one of the, because it's not like if if like you know the ping pong balls were on the line, but neither of those teams is going to finish playing mm-hmm. Buffalo no matter how this goes. But if you're thinking to yourself, what you okay? I'm going to watch a hockey game today. Do I want to watch this meaningless game between the Canucks and Flames, or do I want to watch Capitals Bruins tonight? I'm watching Capitals Bruins. Oh yeah, that's the, now. Yeah. Thankfully, we live in an era where you can get have like nine screens going, so you can do both, yeah. right? But yeah, but I I just mean I just mean like you know. Because I, I forget what the timing is for both of those games. I just mean from the perspective of I'm investing three hours into watching hockey today, and I yeah. can pick one of these two one of these two games to invest that three hours into. I know which of the two games I'm picking. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it's it's just one of those things. Like it would be, like it would just be so weird. To be like, okay, I'm watching Canucks, you know, like Canucks Flames tonight, and then you know, I'm just gonna like. Well, because here's it is Sunday. Uh, there's the three playoff games. There's the uh, tw- uh, like Islanders Penguins are at twelve. Wild Knights are at three. Lightning Panthers are at seven thirty. And then we finish it off with a ten thirty like Canucks Flames game. So we go from three yeah, insane playoff games right in the Flames Canucks. Just meaningless playoffs. Just so like imagine. And I'll probably watch all of those games right. So by the time it gets to Canucks Flames, I'm going to be pretty burned out and be like, all right, little Canucks Flames games just to wind down i guess after you know 10 straight hours or whatever of playoff hockey but like wow just just ridiculous but yeah let's uh let's get into it so we'll do our usual uh we'll we'll go through uh uh series by series we'll make our predictions but as is tradition i will also give out 
uh, our usual bevy of betting odds that we can get on a lot of the futures for, for this. Uh, first up, let's uh, do what every other uh, hockey podcast or show that exists in Southern Ontario, much like ours. And uh, let's start in the North Division, because uh, why the hell not? Uh, your Toronto Maple Leafs, Craig will get the Montreal Canadiens in what is one of the old school rivalries, original six rivalry, if you bring in if you believe in that original six thing. First time since nineteen seventy nine that these two teams have hooked up. That uh, that you know number's been etched in our you know, or has been said like nineteen seventy nine is a year that's been referenced a lot over these last couple of weeks, as is nineteen seventy six or sorry, nineteen sixty seven, which was apparently the last time the Leafs beat the Habs in a playoff game. So uh, I, I'm 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 going to go ahead and say that that is going to change <laughs> this year. The Leafs will not get swept by the Montreal Canadiens. I know I'm going out on a limb there. Uh, Money Puck has the Leafs as a three to one favorite. They are 75 percent according to their uh, genius math to win this series. The actual odds on this have uh, the Leafs as a minus 300 favorite. So they're they're three to one. Same with Money Puck. Montreal Canadiens getting plus two fifty on this series. Craig Needles, how do you feel about the Leafs going into this one? Well, if it was a situation where you just took off the team names and took off my emotional attachment to the series, I would look at one team that mm-hmm. um, has gotten at least a point in its last, I think, nine games, uh, pending whatever happens against Winnipeg in a meaningless game tonight. Um, you would get a team that is significantly, I think, deeper up front than the opposition. You get a team that, uh, despite the fact that what the, the history would tell you of the players involved, the Maple Leafs have had better goaltending this season. There's just, there's just simply no way around that. Uh, yep. Campbell has been yep. the best goalie that, uh, as far as his track record this season goes, uh, that will be playing in this series. Um, the Leafs have the best player in the series they have the second best player in the series they have the third best player in the series is nylander better than anyone who plays for montreal um i i you can i i think nylander's the mark the the he's the thing there where he's, uh, the, he's the, like the, the, yeah. the least three forwards are clearly better than anyone yeah and then you can and then you can argue a couple there's a couple guys on the halves you could make arguments for over over william nylander but you know you could probably make an argument for william nylander as well as as perhaps being the fourth best player in this series the the three best the three best players in this series Mm -hmm. all play um if you took away the the jerseys and the history and all that stuff this would be a very easy toronto and five Mm -hmm. i don't know i can't bring myself to do it Really, I, I'm 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 going one step further. I'm I'm looking at the Leafs were seven and two in the series, and I'm pretty sure the two the Habs won were in overtime. Seven and three, seven and three. Was it seven and three? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Habs beat the Leafs in regulation once uh, of the three. Yeah, I yeah. Think once. Uh, like the Leafs top line had a like 65 percent expected goals percentage or something. Yeah, yeah, they uh and neither they, of these teams is great in any aspect of special teams. It it's it, both both teams are pretty mediocre. So special teams more or less a toss up. There's like there's no kind of advantage there. I I just I I look at what I saw and I have no Leafs 
I, I just, I, I obviously have no baggage as, as a person who is neither a Leafs fan nor a Leafs hater. Um, I mean, I like to make fun of the Leafs fans that are kind of that guy Leaf fan on Twitter. Cause, but like, you know, what are you going to do? Um, also the, that guy, the, like, you know who I'm talking about, right? The, those yep. guys, the Leafs fans, they're, they're fun to make fun of a little bit. Um, I got Leafs in four. I, I got a sweep. I, I, I have an absolute sweep and the highest I would be willing to go is, is, is Leafs in five because I, like, I'll give the Habs play hard at home one night and grind out a, uh, grind out uh, one victory in the bell center. Um, the argument that you would make for Montreal is that they are quote unquote built for the playoffs. Um, they're a little bit heavier than the Leafs, but like not by a significant margin. Carey price who has not been good this year, by the way, uh, will, but you know, of course he wasn't good going into that little mini series with the, with the, uh, penguins last year up nine forty something. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it happened, and, you yep. know, Sidney Crosby was out of the playoffs, and the NHL was kind of like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen, <laughs> right? Like, they were, they were a little bit like Carrie, what was it, Carrie Ewell's in that one scene in Men in Tights, where he's like, wait a minute, that's not supposed to happen, <laughs> and they were checking the script. script. Uh, yep. <laughs> the, uh, um... Yeah, I just, I, I, the, the Leafs, they're just better. They're, they're faster. They score more and, and they've, they've got better goaltending. It, it would take some significant, uh, puck luck and quite frankly, injury luck for me if the, uh, if, if the Habs were going to pull this out. I've got, I've got Leafs in, in four in a sweep and, and I, I think it's, it's a, a pretty, pretty gross route too. I, I really do, which is unfortunate because I would like to see this this uh, I would like to see this series go deep, just because that it would be awesome to have to have these two teams and the two fan bases of these teams be able to go at each other for seven games. As a neutral observer, I know you wouldn't enjoy that as much as I would, but as a neutral observer, it, it would be great oh, to see I, this. I, I, uh, seven yeah. game of this. Would not be good for my health. So. <laughs> no, seventh game is not good for any hockey fan's health. Like when, but when like this because go- here's the thing: yeah. this is the the, the 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 downside of the series for the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Montreal has nothing. Like I shouldn't say nothing to lose. No, but if they come out and they get their clocks cleaned, yeah, that yeah. was what was supposed to happen. You're not as good as the Leafs. Yeah. If the Leafs lose this series, it is a disaster. Yeah. Because you get the, we can't get out of the first round, the, oh, we built the team, this was kind of yeah, our year. This was supposed to be our year, we had yeah. the rating division, we had this path to the semifinals, yeah. we finished, you know, the top five overall, like... The Nylander stuff, it definitely comes back over the thing where it's like, you know, the trade the trade Nylander, you know, all of a sudden you're, yeah, the, yeah. the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. trade Nylander that, people that get life pumped, yeah. about trading everyone on the roster other than Matthews, Marner, and Tavares. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, maybe not Brody and Muzzin, but like you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. basically anything that's not like anything that isn't those three guys. There's a Morgan Riley. Oh yeah, Morgan oh, yeah. Riley. Nylander. What do you do with What do you do with Frederick Anderson? Although that's a whole other set because uh, like there. I think the Frederick Anderson thing might be already. Well. Made in my this will this will be a conversation that we have in the off season, but we are primed for a all time Hall of Fame goaltender musical chairs off season. Like yep. like it, it is expansion draft loop, uh, particularly uh, oils that yep. engine. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what is your official prediction? I'm going Leafs in four. Do I? Can I recuse? Can you recuse? <laughs> um, 
it's just too it's too like I, at least a five it's just but at least it's just five All this right. is we won't hold you we won't hold you to it if if it if it miraculously goes the other way and we're like scratching our heads going what, what happened is that the leafs haven't played a series that i care this much about the outcome since the o2 conference finals against carolina okay not even that. Didn't you like, wait? Didn't you play the Senators in 04 or something like that? That one had you. I would have. I, I would have been okay losing that series more so than losing this one. Fair. Because that enough. 04 Leafs team, like the, the, them and the Sens, they were like not dissimilar as far as quality of team goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just I, I just losing this series would be a devastating blow to the franchise. Just yeah. a devastating. And I just don't want to live in a world where that might happen. Yeah. Well, I don't. I really don't think we're about to live in that world for for what it's well, worth. Clearly, I didn't because yeah. Weird, and weird stuff happens in game in in seven game series. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. It's always true. Um. All right. Uh, next up, North Division. Let's finish them off. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers. The two seed take on the Winnipeg Jets, who are limping into the playoffs. Good lord, by the by the by the grace of the Habs dropping a couple games to the to the Senators, <laughs> were the Jets able to hang on to that three spot? Did you want to face the Jets or the Habs? To be, be honest on that, the way one. they're playing right now, I would have wanted to face the Jets. I think, yeah, I think so too, because the the Jets are are, are they're hot garbage right now, and Hellebuck's yeah. not Hellebuck's not making saves. Well, actually, I was looking at some numbers today. Um, just in, like, uh, he, uh, Hellebuck still leads the league in gold save above, above average, even despite a little bit of uneven play down the stretch here. Uh, their problem is like Hellebuck has been okay. Their problem has been, they just haven't had the puck and, yeah. but so yeah, I'm just looking at Hellebuck's numbers now. Like he's, he's been fine. Like, uh, I know somebody's still said, Hey, I think Hellebuck should win the Vesna for a second year in a row, which like there's a case to be made for that. There's a case to be made for that, but um, either way, uh, I just look at the situation that the Jets are in right now, just with how poorly they've been playing. Like, obviously, they're going to get Ehlers back, and he's a big part of their team, but it just is... Uh, that's the team I would have wanted, despite the fact there was that Hellebuck factor of, oh, we put up a 9.45 in this series. Like, there obviously, that factor exists for Price, even though that was five games last year, so I still would have taken that, but that's that's just me. Uh, Oilers and Jets. The Money Puck has the Oilers as a 70-30 favorite in this one, so they're about a, a two and a half, uh, or, or a little bit more than a two two to one favorite. The odds on them: the Jets are plus 160, Oilers minus 180. Uh, the Oilers won this season series, or like, I th- don't they play once more on Saturday or some garbage? No, they're done. No, or they're uh, done. Yeah, the Oilers yeah. won the series seven to two. Man, like that top line of the Jets, man, they were bad in in their own end. They were absolutely atrocious. Three point five goals per sixty in five on five in five v five. Uh, Shifley, Connor, Wheeler, they were bad, well, very Shifley bad. Got benched against the Leafs. In, yes, in that little two game mini series, Maurice mm. benched Shifley for a period because I'm trying to remember who it was that he just kind of let go. Might have been John Tavares. Uh, yeah, it was John Tavares. He just kind of let him go, and it turned into a two-on-one, and Tavares buries it. Um, Shifley's had some problems that way. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely has. Um, and, if, like, the A, they're 2-7 and seven against Edmonton. And 
perhaps a not shocking aspect of the two and seven against Edmonton. Shall I, uh, shall I read you some numbers? Um, <laughs> and this is going, this is going to be heart hard. Trophy. These are heart trophy winning numbers. I'm assuming <laughs> these are going to be hard to hear. Yeah. Nine games played seven goals, 15 assists for 22 points and a plus 14. That is one Connor McDavid against the Winnipeg Jets this season. Wow. Just murdering them. And like, here's the thing. I know that the Toronto Maple Leafs kind of had self-inflicted goaltender controversy. Like it's, it's only a goaltender controversy within Leafs Twitter nation, but are the Edmonton Oilers with 38 year old Mike Smith? Are they the ones who are like most assured at the goaltending position going in the North division, going into these playoffs? Well, I think that Winnipeg would – I don't think Laurent Bossois if, – if Laurent Bossois is getting any time for Winnipeg in the playoffs. No, but – hell, yeah, but Hellebuck has – it's been, you know, flimsy in recent yeah, memory. Smith's been good lately for sure. Like, and, and has he has Smith been the best goalie in the North Division the last month? Unquestionably, yes. Mm-hmm. Unquestionably, yes. Weird. Absolutely weird. Uh, I mentioned earlier the Jets plus 160, the Oilers minus 180. Ah, uh, this is, I, I can't make a case for, I mean, I'm, I, I, I think I'm going to say the Oilers and I think my official pick is going to be Oilers in six. I, I, yeah. I think I'm going to say Oilers in six. I kind of want to say Oilers, Oilers in five. five. I'm saying You're going Oilers to... in five. Like, okay. Like what, like what's your, pl- like, I don't, what's Winnipeg's plan here? Mm. Because... In a in a five game series, if Connor McDavid has twelve points, Winnipeg is not going to win. Yeah, it's like, and, and that's about what he's pacing against these guys this year. Now, can they and, can they slow him down at all? Craig, maybe that's some sort of shooting percentage heater. The answer is a little, but not much. He's shooting seventeen yeah. percent against Winnipeg this season, which is. Not radically different than what he's been doing against other teams. And also, if so, you're the best player on planet Earth, it might not be a heater. It might just be... Yeah, maybe you're just super it. good at hockey. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that might just be and, it. Like and he, the thing with Matthew, if you look at Matthew's numbers, like they've obviously played the same teams this year, except for obviously trade for Toronto for Edmonton. Um, but if you look at his numbers, they're sort of like spread out amongst the teams. There hasn't been one particular team that Matthews has just kind of like feasted really on hammered yeah. this year. Uh, but yeah, the Jets has been the team that Connor is really, really roasted for, uh, 22 points in nine games. Yeah. I don't know. You, you would, the, the arguments for the Jets are similar to the arguments for the Habs. Can they slow the game down? They're a little bit heavier than the Oilers and can, and, and can Hellebuck be Vesna Hellebuck? Like yeah, those, that, those, there's Vesna Hellebuck. Here's the other thing that yeah. the Jets have that Montreal doesn't. <laughs> Whereas when the Leafs' best guys aren't on the ice, I still yeah. think has an advantage. Whereas Winnipeg has an advantage mm-hmm. when 97 is not on the ice. Well, 97 or 29 are not on the ice for Edmonton. Yeah, that is an AHL team when those two guys are not on. And the numbers back that up. They, they, yeah. There is a significant drop tick in, in, in goals percentage and goals and expected goals percentage. It, it, we're talking like 20, 30% drops in all of the major statistical and advanced categories. Anytime that there's a player that's kind of that elite, 
I shouldn't say any time, but a lot of times there's a player that's that elite. You're going to see a drop off in performance just because how can the rest of the guys be expected to do as well as that guy's doing? But that's the true. level of drop off here is what is particularly. Yeah, uh, so there's a little bit of a grade on a curve. So that yeah, those are the arguments you would make. Those are the arguments you would make for the Winnipeg Jets, which which would be Hellebuck is great. The Oil, the Jets slow the game down, and the Oilers win McDavid and and Drysdale are not on the ice. Drysdale are not ice. Yeah, are just pummeled, and that is more plausible to me than the Montreal Canadiens doing anything against the Leafs because that's just going to be wave after wave crashing down on the Habs. Although what I forgot to mention was one of the things that's not working in the Leafs' favor with this like large layoff is the Leafs were pretty damn healthy, and the Montreal Canadiens were very not healthy. And they're the you know the week off that they're going to get that's going to allow them to get Gallagher back, get Weber back, get Price back. So yeah. you know. now I think that if you look at Montreal's salary cap situation, mm-hmm. I think that Gallagher, like Gallagher, was going to go whether the week off happened or not, and I think yeah. Price is going to go whether the week off happened or not. Weber is the one that you may or may or may not have gotten, and I guess we'll see on him. Yeah, with those weird stick handling drills where, where he just had like the sawed off stick and he was only using the one hand. So, geez, who knows? Um, so, yeah, so I'm saying Oilers in six. You've got Oilers in five. Uh, let's head to the Honda West division, I guess. And the President's Trophy win in Colorado Avalanche. My boys. Uh, once again, not being very healthy heading into the thing. No idea if McDavid's going to play. Despite all that, they are a pretty significant favorite, according to Money Puck. 85% to beat the St. Louis Blues. They are minus 400 in this series, Craig. That is the biggest number I've seen in that particular metric as far as the, uh, you're the, 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 the this level of favorite in the first round series, according to Money Puck. The only one that I can remember at that level was uh, um, was the, the Tampa Bay Columbus. Tampa. Yeah, which yeah, famously it, went the other way, right? Like, yeah, it was one of those ones where, oh, yeah, there's a 1% chance that Columbus sweeps Tampa Bay. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, now I, I, that's almost certainly not going to happen here. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, it's, it's an interesting series from the perspective of, Colorado should roll these guys. And if you look at, I, I like to look at what teams have done the last month. And that's mm-hmm. what I've sort of been putting together as far as uh, trying to figure out where I think some of these series are going to go. Because, you know, how, how are the how teams been playing lately? Not for the entire season, but lately. And the last month of the season this year encompasses more of the season. So it doesn't change it as much as it would perhaps during an 82-game season. But nonetheless, uh, the St. Louis Blues were a roughly, I told you earlier today, I sent you a text, like a 41% uh, expected goals. Uh, per natural stat trick uh, the last month of the season. The only team worse than that was the Vancouver Canucks we were talking about earlier, uh, who had a massive COVID outbreak. Mm-hmm. So the Blues have been bad. The reason why they haven't c- kind of sprung a leak in things here is because Jordan Bennington's been pretty good over the last month. Um, that was it, kind of the inverse was going on earlier in the year. Uh, I just don't see a scenario where St. Louis has much of the puck this this series. I think that's not going to be something that happens very much. And the only way that St. Louis wins this series would be if Bennington just heists just, it, just thieves it. Yeah. Which would be and on the table, that, but honestly, even that, cause if you, you look at some of the classic series where, Oh man, the goalie just thieved that like the Halak thing with mm-hmm. Montreal and, uh, in Washington in 2000. Mm-hmm. What year? Jo- was that? Yeah. Jose Theodore in like, Oh, 
three or against four Boston. against the Bruins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you look at some of those ones, and you're like, oh, yeah, the guy put up a 942, and they won in seven. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, so even, like, you, you won by the slimmest of margins, even though you stopped 94% of the shots. There's a scenario here where Bennington could have put up the 942, and St. Louis still doesn't win. Like, yeah. that's how little of the puck I expect them to have. Yeah, the uh, I mean, the the Blues won the last two games against the Avs, which kind of sucked. One was... Uh... The, the Avs were up, it was a weird game because the Avs were up 2 nothing, and then kind of looked like they were going to steamroll them, and then they just kind of stopped playing from that point on, and then Ryan O'Reilly made a couple of moves. Ryan O'Reilly, who's been talking some shit uh, already, I uh, don't know where he's getting his confidence from. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going... I think that's one of those, like, oh yeah, we won the Stanley Cup recently type of things, but then you kind of look at the the roster and you're like well a lot of the guys that help you do that are not playing as well I'm as they were there. playing yeah. for Las Vegas now you know so <laughs> there's that part I've, of this. I've got abs in six well, I think um, you're light on that you I think, think I'm light you think I'm yeah, uh, yeah. perhaps I'm Bennington, get, Bennington gets St. Louis one and then mm-hmm. Colorado wins the rest of them I hope you're I hope you're right I, I hope you're right um I yeah I just well, let's make a case. So obviously we're both on Colorado. Let's let's make the case for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, the case That's is Bennington steals yeah. the series. Bennington steals it. Avs continue the the bevy of of injuries. I guess that that keeps going. Like um, we don't know if Sod Sod's expected to be back mid series. Who knows about? I'm just Con- not even sure about... Colorado needs some of those guys. You know what I mean? Like... Well, Nathan McKinnon though, right? Like yeah, if McKinnon well, they, they need Nathan McKinnon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like if McKinnon misses a couple, Bowen Byram obviously will be out, and then you know, I mean last year, I mean, well actually he didn't get hurt till the Dallas series, but Grubauer who's going to get Vesna votes this year, if he goes down and all of a sudden it's you know Jonas Johansson who's been okay yeah. for the Avs since coming over from Buffalo, definitely doesn't look like his career is about to be over, uh, but he's not exactly you know like I will be chomping my nails down to the. To the, like, I'll have no fingernails left if, God forbid, yeah, something happened to Philip Grubauer. I actually... Wait, could, what about Devin Dubnik? Dubnik has COVID, so he's not going to be available till uh, till mid this series, if at all. So if something were to happen earlier in this series to Philip Grubauer, it will be Jonas Johansson in net for Colorado. So... I, I Again, there's... I think that even a a large save percentage disparity in this series and Colorado could still be okay. Okay. I just think that they are going to have a lot of the puck. Yeah. They, they really have like, I mean that, that game against well, they, the Kings the, the other night. When it comes geez. to having a lot of the puck, they've been the best team in the league at having a lot of the puck. <laughs> That's true. It's been fun to watch. Well, like that, that, like, I mean, well, I realized the Kings were in, that's why. Yeah. I realized the Kings were in 1-2-3 Cancun mode the other day, but there was a moment where the Avs had the puck for a solid five minutes in the first period at in their zone at 5v5. They like they made two line changes while holding the puck in the Kings zone. It was I I'd never seen anything like that before. Like I said, part of that was the Kings were in 1-2-3 Cancun mode, but but still. Um Money Puck has the Avalanche as the second favorite to win the Stanley Cup behind your Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, and I believe that they're when it co- well, XGF, uh Colorado one, Toronto two, and like I, t- I said this to you earlier today. You look at all mm-hmm. the different numbers. 
Mm-hmm. Those Colorado and Toronto are the two best teams. Yeah, that's actually the 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 from what I've seen, the most heavily predicted Stanley Cup Finals has been Colorado Toronto, which lets you know that there's no way it will happen. It will get screwed up by somebody. By who? No idea. Right? Obviously, we'll find out when the little men in our television set uh, play play Although, the game. The reason why and a money pucks model would have Colorado over Toronto in a series. I don't know what the percentage would be. It depends on sort of what thing, how everybody looks on the way there. Yeah, but the reason the Leafs' odds are better is quite simply the Leafs don't have to play Vegas in round two. Yeah, that's true. Now Colorado may not have to play Vegas in round two. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, but that's why the Leafs' odds are better. Is that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of Vegas and uh, the, <laughs> I just I I posted this on Twitter before we get to Vegas. I I just want it to be known. Like you can check out my Twitter account. I I just want this to be known that it is quite obvious who the NHL wanted <laughs> to win the president's trophy. They wanted it to be Vegas. Um, that is known by the fact that they had the president's trophy, Las Vegas, Golden Knights, and West Division champions gear on sale on the NHLshop.com two days ago. I don't know why they didn't think the Avalanche could beat the Kings in back-to-back games, but, uh, you know, boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder, Craig. Uh, <laughs> like, uh... The other thing was the NA, the, N, the NHL on NBC Twitter account uh, posted the Abs as the President's Trophy winner in you know with the Abs logo in front of a letterhead that was clearly gold and black and was meant for an, a different particular team. And why not go for the hat trick, Craig? Uh, the NHL Twitter account itself congratulated the Colorado Avalanche on winning the President's Trophy with a superimposed shot of Nathan McKinnon, Ryan Graves, Devin Taves, and if you resume in close, what were they standing in front of, Craig? The Las Vegas skyline. An aerial shot of the Las Vegas skyline. So, NHL, who did you want to win, buddy? Who did you want to win? From the perspective, it's not like that was some sort of, like, all-timer. Like, oh, man, I can't believe Colorado pulled that one out. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, that's, you know, like, about how that would go. I don't think Vegas is ever more than a 60% favorite to to be the president's trophy winner. I don't think that number with three ever. games left. Yeah, it was they had the shot to to they had the shot against Colorado on Monday or on uh, whenever it was. 3 like 3 games ago they had the shot. They were the better team in that game admittedly, but they got Grubauerd which and the you know the Avs got flurried two games earlier in the season, so I'm not really shedding a tear for the fact that we goalied them in in the one game. And then it was the Avs versus the Kings at home both games too, right? So it was like I yeah, I didn't get that. Anyway, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, they're taking on the Minnesota Wild, and I don't know if you've watched any of obviously I watched some of the not the Wild. The team, they have not played particularly well again. The, and those games have been glorious. Oh my god, has that been back and forth hockey. A lot of those games went into overtime and, and whatnot, so the three V three stats are a little little you know, they're uh one shootout and two overtime games, but like like and Minnesota and Vegas had one where it ended six five, and I think they both scored like three goals. There was like a combined three goals in the final minute. It was wildly insane. Money Puck has the Vegas Golden Knights as a three to two favorite, so they're sixty forty uh, for you uh, poker hands out there. Um, Knights minus two forty to win the series. Wild plus one ninety. How you feeling about this one, Craig? 
I've, I say Golden Knights in seven. Golden Knights in seven? I think it's long, but they win the series. I, I think so, too. And obviously this could benefit the the – the avalanche because uh, let's let's allow us to do our annual you got to find a short series in there a lot of the times if you're going to make a deep run in these playoffs and if the avalanche can like you said dispatch the blues in five and the knights go seven with the wild um that's an advantage i am going to throw our first curveball because i'm also going to say seven games but i'm going to i'm going to say the wild um because if there's one thing that this minnesota wild team I'm not team. This Minnesota Wild franchise has been all about throughout their history. It's not about winning cups. It's not about having great teams. It's about causing lockouts. It's about causing lockouts by, first and foremost, it's about causing lockouts by giving absorbent contracts to guys in the middle of work stoppages and then claiming poverty. That's what the Minnesota Wild's about, Uh, first and foremost. uh, Well, there's, that is definitely, (laughs) now, they were actually outbid on both those guys. But <laughs> fair, fair. You're right. That, but, but but that was was Mike Illich, who was one of the people who outbid yeah. uh, the Wild on Parise. Was he going to the NHL saying, "Oh, whoa, is the Detroit Red Wings?" No, yeah, he was not. no, <laughs> yeah. Therein lies the hitch. <laughs> Therein lies the hitch. Because the yeah, the Red Wings were not claiming poverty. The Wild for sure were. Um, the Wild are about having the worst nickname in all of sports, not North American sports, all of sports. Like we're t- we're talking European soccer, Italian league, everything. The whole t- cricket in India, the Wild is the worst nickname in all of sports. And I'll remind you, there's about 900 div div you know division ranked college teams in the NCAA. The Wild are about ruining fun, Craig. They are about absolutely ruining fun. They're about first round upsets, and they're about ruining fun. <laughs> and the series that everybody wants to see is round two, Colorado-Vegas, and and I'm, I'm here to tell you if it's... And it could be Bennington getting hot and the Blues upsetting the Avalanche, but my money is on the Wild eking out some sort of Game 7 win, and then the Wild, the Avalanche, have to go and play in the Wild. And then i got to sweat that, because I hate the Minnesota Wild so much. Like, just so much. Um, but that's that's the one I'm going with. The the Minnesota Wild, they're, they're about ruining, ruining fun. And... This is actually my pick for most entertaining series of the first round. Because um, yeah, I think this, because I think this is, I think this is my only seven. I, I, I think I have this as my only. Got a, I've got another seven, which I think you... is going to be the best series of the first round, which I'll tell you about in a minute. All right. Um, but this is, uh, yeah, this should be, this should be pretty good. This should be very good, and I, um, I, 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 I just, I just think that. That, that Minnesota hangs in there, like the yeah. real, like Vegas was three four and one against the Wild this season. Which yes, is, you know, mm-hmm. um, not the Wild are heavy though, that's boy. The worst, that's oh. the worst record. Or sorry, the Vegas. Division. Yeah, uh, they, they split with Colorado four and four. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, that was the worst. That was the only uh, sub five hundred record they had against anybody. Um, it's the situation where the Wild uh, just play them well, and I think we're going to see yeah. a little more of that. So. I, I, I still think Vegas eats it out because they're better, Yeah, but I think it's close. Yeah, and the Wild won't be afraid, which is a, you know, that's a factor. But, I mean, Vegas is heavy, boy. Oh, they are heavy, man. And they, and they the just... Is that we were kind of talking about with upsets in the series. You're like, oh, okay, with, like, th- this particular goaltender might do this. Like, Vegas has the better goaltending, which yeah. doesn't necessarily always and hold it, up. 
Yeah, and Mark Andre Fleury does not care about you know getting older. <laughs> it seems like he does not. That that's not. And even if he does, like let's say, God forbid, because I don't want injuries to happen in this playoffs. God, let's say Fleury were to pull a groin. That's all right. You just slide in Robin Leonard, right? Like he he goes exactly. in there and, okay. and you're fine. Yeah, you're okay. So uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just <laughs> like I've seen this before with the Minnesota Wild, so that's that's why I'm, I'm going to go with it. All right, let's head over to I believe the East Division. The Pittsburgh Penguins are taking on the New York Islanders. Money Puck has them as a about a 68% favorite, so a little more than a three to two, about a about a three to one. Uh, yeah, like a, a two and a half to one favorite. Where are the odds on Pittsburgh? Uh, here they are. The New York Islanders plus one twenty-five. The Pittsburgh Penguins minus one forty-five to win this series. The Penguins won this series six to two. Uh, man, you got to be upset about that Cody Cece thing. If you're a, if you're a Leafs fan, don't you, Craig? He's giving the Penguins some good numbers there on the defense. It's it's it's. His numbers were okay for Toronto too, as far as the possession yeah. stats. So it was the really dumb things that was uh, <laughs> that he would do. Yeah, I, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not losing any sleep over the Cody Cece thing. Tell you that much right no, now. I wouldn't either. Um, yeah, I, I think Pittsburgh wins this series just because again the Islanders have been playing really badly. Like, the, yeah, that's that's the thing. If the Islanders were playing, I think you'd, I think you'd hear a lot more people pick. I think this would be the upset special favorite right now. I think, I think the wild are going to be the upset, uh, upset special favorite that a lot of people, including my dumb self, uh, pick. If the, if the Islanders were playing even a touch better going into these playoffs, I think they would be a pick. And I do think that they will be the second most popular pick. Cause I'm not considering the Bruins as an upset special. Cause a lot of people are going to pick the Bruins as well. That's a coin flip series, and Money Puck would agree with us on the coin flip series. We'll get to that, but that's the one Money Puck has is the closest series. Um, so were two against Pittsburgh this season. I'm sorry, repeat that. Islanders were two, four, and two against Pittsburgh. This season. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> that's actually the neat thing about this particular season with the first two rounds of the playoffs is we'll have all these like relatively mm-hmm. large samples of the times the two teams have played this season, as opposed to like, oh yeah, they played three times. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I prefer it the regular way. <laughs> it's just, oh, I don't so know. do I. Yeah. For this particular instance. That's true. So the Islanders, the argument you're going to make for the Islanders as an upset are, we've seen it for two years in a row now, that Trotz will just have these guys in order, and they can just play that. Uh, Greg Wasinski refers to it as anti-hockey. They can play that anti-hockey style where they just bow a constrictor around you ever so slowly, and then over the course of six, seven games, they just slowly suffocate you. And they've done it to the Penguins. They did it to the Penguins two years ago, if memory serves me right. Um, I'm I'm saying Pittsburgh in six. I I think I think uh, yeah okay. So we're both going Penguins in six. Um, how do you think this series is going to go ultimately, Craig? Uh, Penguins and six. I just, I just think that, uh, Pittsburgh does enough. Remember Pittsburgh won this division despite being really not healthy and they're healthy now, or at least healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcons back and he's had a few yeah. games to get warmed up. Um, I think Pittsburgh wins this series. Pittsburgh has better players. 
the Islanders trade deg- deadline acquisition of Kyle Palmieri and, and Travis Zajac has not been good. Islanders fans have turned against those guys pretty quickly. Um, which I'm not saying they're bad players, that's just the way things have gone. Uh, I, and people forget the Islanders are, Islanders are missing Anders Lee as well. That's a big part of their team. You know, I think Pittsburgh wins this series. And uh, like I've been wrong about this Islander team before. I really don't like this Islander team. I just think, I think it's not like a, I hate how they play. I hate a lot of things about the franchise. Um, but yeah, I just, I think Pittsburgh's better and Pittsburgh wins. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll talk about, they got uh, Malkin back, but the big guy that got, like, they didn't take off till Brian Dumoulin got back from injury, right? Like, yeah, that, that was yeah. one they, they really, really, you know, that was when they, they started really taking off. And then they've always got Sidney Crosby. Uh, Penguins minus 145 in uh, this series. I mean, if you're, if you're going to make a case for the Islanders, it's the same old, same old. It, like, like theirs is a bit more. Varlamov and, and Sork, um, Sorkin have been great this year. So, the, those guys continue that, especially just at like get, you get some saves and then you yeah. make it Pittsburgh just well yeah you just make the whole series is play in the neutral zone yeah exactly and then they just grind them out opportunistic Islanders win two one three one yeah. games all series sort of a thing and then this just get an overtime bounce like you know the 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 the, the prescription for this particular type of series is mm-hmm. uh, is, is is very obvious you have a good defensive team against a team with a bunch of Hall of Famers. So that's how those series have to go. I have this as my least, ex- like the, the series I'm least excited about uh, yeah. in the first that's round. How, yeah, I would I would agree with that entirely. All right. Uh, here's one I am very excited about. The Washington Capitals will be taking on the Boston Bruins. Money Puck has this as the closest series. Um, Capitals a 56% percent favorites so a little bit more than a coin a slightly weighted coin is is on the capital side uh but not enough to move the needle one way or the other the bruins are actually favored in the series in vegas bruins are minus 150 now part of that has to do with the fact that a this is somewhat of a coin uh coin flip series but also um the boston bruins will have the potato faces just betting on the bruins no matter what so there's no way they're going to give them favored odds and that sort of thing so that makes sense for vegas um series was tied four to four capitals are plus 130 I am dubbing this series the Batman Memorial or the the Christian Bale uh, Dark Knight Rises Memorial. So that's what that feels like series because Zdeno Chara on the other side in the Capitals will be seeing what the Bruins are going to be doing all series and getting away with it, yeah. uh, perhaps in the it's playoffs and going. Brad Marchand spears you in the junk. Yeah, exactly. And then he'll be going, so that's what that feels like. And on the other side, Zeno Char will be stick checking guys with his nine foot long nine foot long stick. And then when the scrums are happening, the Bruins go, you know, get into it and they're like, Well, wait a minute, the giant gazelle over there is no longer like is no longer on our side. So that's what that feels like. <laughs> right? So um God bless the hockey gods for giving Zodanar Chara versus the Bruins. Um do not bless Taylor Hall, that what a snake! What a snake Taylor Hall is. God, I hate Taylor Hall so much. Oh, he's a total. It's just 
Just what a we snake's the wrong word. He's a weasel. He's a weasel. Just didn't decide to start playing until the Bruins got I going. I fundamentally disagree with that. The underlying I number he could have si- he could have signed with any team in the league, Craig. He chose the Buffalo Sabers. Okay, and it was Boston, for the, the way the story went. Is he had agreed to a deal with Boston, and mm. Boston's like, okay, you need to give us a few days to clear out some salary cap space so we can do this. Mm. And Hall called him and said, look, I've got a, a similar offer from the Sabres. I want to just get signed. I want to get going here. I want to figure out where I'm going to be. And Boston said, well, we haven't quite cleared up the cap space yet. So his plan was to sign with the Bruins. Mm. And the salary cap forbade it. But um, I, I I just any, I just have a hard time with anyone saying, well, Taylor Hall didn't try hard until they got to Boston. Like the shooting no. percentage. Like, the shooting percentage. Yeah, was what was he shooting? Was two? Or <laughs> it was Buffalo? the most yeah. goddamn thing that's ever happened. The shooting percentage yeah. normalized. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Hall was sure. not going to shoot two percent all season. No, so, it's just it was nonsense. I've just obviously I've never forgiven Taylor Hall for the ill-gotten heart trophy that he stole from Nathan McKinnon, sure, which I have a hard time with. But um, yeah. I yeah, it just that's I I just I have a hard time saying that Hall was what, what it did. Did anything but what, like, if you want to argue that Taylor Hall hurt the Buffalo Sabres, I suppose the argument could be, well, you could have waived your, waived your no trade clause to go to whoever had the better deal than Boston that you didn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. But even that, like, he had no trade clause for a reason. He wanted to decide where he went, so it's fine. Which team, Which team? has the biggest, trying to find the correct phrase, um, no, I'm trying to find the correct phrase. I just, I can't come up with anything. Which team has the best, has the bigger fuckhead in this series? That's the best I can. I was trying to find a more delicate way of, of, of oh, saying. Oh, it's, it's, it's clearly Washington. It is? Okay. I just, it, but it is a conversation, right? Like, I'm not yeah. at a line oh, saying oh, it's, that. It's, it's fair to ask the question. But I yeah. Think yeah, I think you're right. Um, Man, it, it's just like this. Something's gonna happen. Do you get the feel? You get the sense something's gonna happen in this series that the that the player safety committee is gonna have to get into. The department of player safety is gonna have to. I were gonna bet a series that that was gonna happen in. Like yeah, this, like this, this is a awesome. minus five hundred favorite. Yeah, board. It's this series. This is uh, this is the one I, I, I this is the one I was the t- I had the toughest with. No, for me this was easy. Boston's playing so much better. Yeah, yeah, the Capitals aren't coming in playing too well right no. now, and then they've got the Tom Wilson is playing extremely well. I just, man, I just, I think that like, I mean, the the the, the Bruins are they going to be able to play that Bruinsy style without Chara there protecting? Because the the thing that they always had was if you tried to do anything to them in the playoff series, that giant man would walk over there and be like, I hey, 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 that's... none of that now. That's the style anymore because you like you you look at the you know look at the 2011 Bruins Cup team, the only two guys that are still on the roster are Marchand and Bergeron, mm-hmm. but the the way that they play has changed. They have you know they have Hall instead of Lucic, they have McAvoy instead of Char. You know what I mean? It's a it's a different type of team. Uh, remember how I talked about uh, you know looking at uh, the numbers in the last month? Uh, second to the Avalanche in uh, expected goals mm-hmm. in the last month is the Boston yeah. Bruins. God, you're right. We're just not getting rid of the Bruins this easily, are we? Uh, God, it's the worst. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bruins in six. What about you? That's exactly what I'm saying. 
Yeah, Bruins in six. I'm gonna hope for seven though. I'll 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 hope for seven. I mean hope for seven. Too. I think that'd be some great television. But I think yeah. it's Bruins in six. I just I just think they're better. And the other thing that we have to talk about a little bit, I know all the reports seem to say he's fine, but Ovechkin is not hundred percent. No, he's playing with some I think he's I think he's I wanna say like, ribs. He's, he's with missed him. a bunch of games, like they're yeah. like just not like him. Usually he's out there every single game. So there's something going on with Ovechkin, and that obviously presents potentially a problem for Washington because he's a pretty big part of what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Capitals. I guess my yeah, lower. He, yeah, he's got that lower body injury. He's expected to be ready. Yeah, what is it? Marshawn, Pasternak, Bergeron, man, outscored their opponents by 29 goals. That's one thing I forgot to bring up yeah. like, between the between the the abs. If you need a stat between abs and blues. I mean, 65, that's the number of goals that the Avalanche outscored the Blues by. The Avalanche, like the the, the goal differential. The, the Avalanche had 64 more goals, and the Bruins were, and the Blues were minus one. Um, yeah, so we got the, we both got the Bruins in sixth. So, we head over to the final division, which, uh, what do they call it, the Metro this year? Or, uh, was it the Metro Central. or the Central. Central? Central, that's what they called it. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are taking on the Nashville Predators, who, congratulations to them for playing a little bit better and, and, and just getting rid of that, that joke Dallas Stars team from last year that fluked their way into a finals appearance. What, a, yeah, what an absolute... Right now. If I yeah. were for Carolina, because mm-hmm. remember, Dallas this year, they dealt with COVID outbreak. So they didn't have Sagan for most, yep. mm-hmm. didn't have for most of the season. They had that power rather disaster. But they started playing pretty well down the stretch. They just didn't have a runway to make up ground. Um, this is an 82-game season. I think Dallas pretty easily gets in the playoffs. Um, oh, yeah. It wasn't. Uh, if I am the Carolina Hurricanes, I'm glad that, that it was not Dallas. Oh yeah, I, I I think so, and you can kind of tell in the way that they were. I don't know. They they, they, they didn't seem super into it when it came to those last two games. Those last yeah, those last two games against the Predators. I don't want to use the phrase sandbagging, but I'm I'm gonna infer it. <laughs> like actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna insinuate. I'm gonna flat out say it. They sandbagged those two games against the Predators. Uh, Hurricanes won the series six two, so they had beaten them six previous times before they sandbagged those two. So the Hurricanes could have swept the Predators in an eight game series if they if they're give a bleep meter was high for that one but i think that they uh kind of looked at that and were like maybe we fold those two ins um uh man six players outside of their top line with double digit goals money puck has this as i believe this is the second biggest where is it Actually, no, it's not too bad. It's about a, it's a pretty much a 3 to 2, 65% for the uh, for the Hurricanes according to the good people of Money Puck. I I I have it I have it way higher than that. I I have this I'm pretty this is my second sweep. I've got Hurricanes in 4. Yeah. Yeah. You got 5? Hurricanes in 5? All right. Which makes sense. Now, is there an argument that can be made for the Nashville Predators? Because I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, struggling to come Sor- up with. UC Soros has been really, really good. That's why they really yeah. turned around. So mm-hmm. the the argument in, for the for most underdogs is going to be, well, what if the goalie gets hot? Yeah. Um, I think Nashville is a team where that's more likely than some of the other teams. Um, but I went back and forth between Hurricanes and six and Hurricanes and five. And I'm going to take Hurricanes and five. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna go. 
Hurricanes in four, like I said, with a sweep. Uh, the odds on this series, Nashville Predators plus 195, and the Carolina Hurricanes minus 235, Craig. So that is a large favorite, is the Carolina Hurricanes. Last one of the first round, and it's a series that you didn't know you wanted it until you got it, I think. The Florida Panthers are taking on the Tampa Bay salary cap. Sorry, the Tampa Bay, uh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, who are uh, mysteriously getting Nikita Kucherov back in time for the salary cap to no longer count. Boy, it's weird how yeah. that turned out, correct? Steven Stamkos yeah. too, eh? It's weird how he went on life yeah. from injury reserve and then all of a sudden he's out for a month. You know, it's uh, like I'm, I'm not sure. Has anybody picked up on this as being suspicious, or is it just yeah, us? Wigger womb uh, after the deadline before the end of the season there. Uh, yeah. Bill Belichick nonsense aside, <laughs> the, the uh, Lightning are. What, what, what I would say, because like I don't get it, but Tampa Bay fans have been pretty sensitive about this. On uh, oh, he was really hurt, and like he had a bad injury, blah blah blah. Yeah, he had a bad injury in last year's playoffs. This is yeah. this year's playoffs. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. you know what I would like if I were a Tampa Bay fan. Uh, let's, say they, let's say the Leafs did exactly this. Let's say the Leafs did exactly this. You know what my response would be if someone said, well, the Leafs are, uh, are circumventing the salary cap? Like, I would turn, I would go full Nathan Jessup. You're goddamn right they did! Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true, yeah. NHL, like, if you want to be mad at someone, call up the NHL, be mad at them. Like, they're the ones that yeah. made the stupid rule. They didn't, do a sh- uh, they didn't do a soft cap because their owners were too greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Screw the NHL, and if that's what uh, Jeff Finnick, the Tampa Bay owner, wants, says, hey, you know what, I'm going to spend an extra 12 mil this year, good for Jeff Finnick. Uh, don't hate the player, hate the game on this one. Exactly. And the Leafs did do a very miniaturized version of that in, like, the first month or two, right, when they were trying to get around a couple of their uh, a couple of their injuries and stuff like well, that. Well, they did but the it... thing where they waved Spezza, and then Spezza's yeah. like, if you claim me, I'm retiring. Like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. $700,000 worth of dead cap on your, uh, if you claim me, you'll have 700000 worth of dead cap on your uh, on your yeah. roster, so don't claim me. Yeah, 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 that was, uh, <laughs> that was something, uh, that was something else. Um, Money Puck has this series at uh, a pure 3-2, for the... Panthers, Craig, who are paying a $70 million third string goaltender. <laughs> like, what do you, have, what do you have to say about that? Uh, Vasilevsky looks like he'll probably end up winning the, the Vesna trophy, although I think it should be Gruber, but, uh, it's, uh, but it's, it's, it's gonna be Vasilevsky more like. Panthers won this series three to five. They've got the better defense, but they haven't played with, Kucherov all year or Stamkos, I have the Lightning in six, Craig, in what apparently is an upset. But, uh, again, according to Vegas, it's not an upset because Lightning are favored minus 140. Panthers getting plus 120. What say you in this series? Uh, I have the Panthers in seven. Nice. I like it. This and this keeps... Here's this keeps why. alive my dream scenario. Before before you say here's why, this keeps alive my dream scenario. And then let me just find the the odds for it. Uh, where is it? Uh, come on now. Uh, Panthers Avalanche 
plus 300. The 25th year anniversary of the Colorado Avalanche ends the same way the first year began. The Avs sweep the Panthers in the finals, plus 3,000. Woo! <laughs> That's what I think. 30 to 1, baby. Anyway, proceed <laughs> with, your, with your analysis. I just don't think the Lightning can just, like, flick a switch here. Mm. Oh, yeah, Kutra's back. Samkos is back. Yeah, we're super good again. Like, it's a good team, but they're playing a really good team, too. Like, the yeah. Florida's been really good. And this they, this they Florida team we've been clamoring for for a couple of years. And they've still been really good. Yeah. And the last month, they've got a uh, their ex-goals uh, 57.5%. Last month. Better than Tampa Bay. And now mm-hmm. I know Tampa Bay's getting some great players back. I just think that the people saying, oh, yeah, no, Tampa's getting these guys back, so therefore they're just going to flip the switch and everything's going to be fine. I don't know about that. It's tough to say. I just don't see the defending Stanley Cup champions getting all their guys back and then losing in the first round. They're playing a really good team. Like yeah, it's team. like it's like that's a that's, that's a good team, and I uh, yeah. This is a series I, I want to go I, seven. I, I want this to go seven. They're just gonna walk in and, and flick the switch, and everything's gonna be good to go. I want this to become a thing, obviously. I want the two Florida teams finally getting to play each other, and then maybe it happens a couple other times over the next couple, of, you know, over the next five years or so. That would be uh, that would be my, my preferred scenario. Would would be for this to become like a mini kind of kind of rivalry, a little bit like what the the I mean, not necessarily as violent, but a little bit like what the what the Avalanche and Red Wings had in the late nineties, but. Hopefully, decidedly less violent than than those playoff series. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be a cool rivalry, and I think it'd be good for yeah. the league. Um, but, uh, so yeah, that'd be fun. Sign me up for that. I think that'd be good. And these Absolutely. teams don't care for each other like that. That much is true. No. Noah's been great for Florida. Sam Bennett. Yeah, he has. He just needed to get out of Calgary. That's all it was. I remember there was a lot of things like I don't think because th- there were some Leafs fans who were, you know clamoring for uh, a Sam Bennett trade that, you know, ended up being uh, uh, Felino, right? Like, they wanted they wanted Bennett instead of Felino, which would have worked. I just don't know if Bennett would have taken off like he has in Florida, because I don't think, I no, think Bennett they, they was... They needed was... to give him top six minutes, power play. Yeah. He was actually, yeah. Uh, Not I... Canadian market, too, I think, is, yeah, is another well, thing one, for... That one, I don't know. Like, like yeah. maybe yes, maybe no. But clearly, they just the organization and Sam Bennett were just not on on the same page. Yeah. For sure. Um, let's talk about some of the futures odds. Well, who do you, who do you have as your... Let's just do a joke. Who do, who do you have as your... Not, not necessarily a joke, but who do you have as your Stanley Cup Finals? Yeah. I'll tell you some odds. Well, let me give you the top three odds. Um, Hurricanes Avalanche, Lightning Avalanche, and Maple Leafs Avalanche are the favored Stanley Cup Finals matchups. They're all going off at plus 1,500. And then you can go plus 1,800 are those exact same matchups, Hurricanes, Lightning, Leafs, but exchange uh, Avalanche for Golden Knights and all three of those. Those will go uh, Those will go off at 1,800. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I, you know who I really like is the, the Boston Bruins. I I was staring at Bruins Golden Knights plus twenty five hundred. That 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 one I I was I was certainly staring at Bruins Avalanche is plus two thousand. 
so I kind of don't like the 2000 Bruins Golden Knights uh, at plus 2500 is fun. Um, let me give you some of the Bruins ones if you like them to make a deep run. Uh, plus 3000 for the Hurricanes, plus 3000 for the Penguins, plus 3000 for the Lightning. And plus 3,000. So uh, Bruins making the Stanley Cup Finals against anybody, you get plus 3,000. Because um, you also get that if they face <laughs> the Maple Leafs. It'd be a pretty fun way to settle the business. Yeah. All right. I uh, got over the, the first round playoff hump. Well, we're going to get over this particular hump too, but we'll see. I mean, with the... If, if you're, I mean, obviously we can talk about the Canadian markets up here. If you're the Canadian market, the only thing that they would change from what they're getting right now would be if they could swap out, if, if Calgary didn't completely yeah, crap the bed all year. Absolutely. You swap Winnipeg for Calgary because obviously. Toronto and Edmonton win, so you have round two McDavid versus Matthews. McDavid versus Matthews. That's what they, but like, I mean, this is pretty much scenario B, right? Yeah. Like, no, that's, this is as close as you're going to get. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they would want Vancouver more than Winnipeg just because of market size, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, this is this is yeah, this is for sure scenario B. Like that's that's what they would have wanted up in. Uh, yeah. Um, as far as the playoff matchups that they want, that the NHL would want, um, obviously second round they want McDavid Matthews. They probably want Avalanche Knights. Oh God, there's no probably about that. Yeah, they they definitely want Avalanche Knights. I'm thinking, do they want? Would they prefer another Crosby Ovechkin, or would they want Penguins Bruins for the markets? Penguins Bruins, you think? I mean, uh, another Crosby Ovechkin chapter wouldn't be a bad, you know, that, that wouldn't be. But in this situation, uh, the main New York team is gone. The Chicago team is gone. Detroit didn't make the playoffs. They mm-hmm. probably want a team with sort of an established fan base outside of just that particular city. So they want the Bruins. What's the finals matchup they want for the Central? Do they want Florida or Tampa Bay to face? They want Carolina versus which they Florida team do you Tampa. think? Carolina Tampa for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's the yeah the team that won last year. Yeah, they want Carolina Tampa. Yeah. So if the so if if the NHL could pick round two, Leafs Oilers, Avalanche Knights, Penguins Bruins, Panthers or sorry uh, Light Lightning Hurricanes that would be the yeah uh, they would do. If they could, if they, then if they pick the, uh, if if the league just sort of gets what they want for the mm-hmm. final or the the semifinals, they have the mm-hmm. Leafs, they have the Penguins, they probably have Vegas, and the Lightning. Yeah, that's what and, they would want. Yeah, they would want. Uh, yeah, Leafs, Lightning, Vegas, Penguins. Tampa. And how would that end up if it ends up being that? Like, let's root. Like, let, what, like what let's take. Uh, yeah. It would be Vegas versus Tampa and Toronto versus Pittsburgh. Toronto versus Pittsburgh. So that wouldn't be too bad. Um, so let's take a look at some of the – let me see if I can find a couple of those odds. Um, so, well, we mentioned we mentioned Leafs Avalanche – or sorry, we mentioned Leafs Knights was plus 1,800. Uh, Lightning Knights is plus 1,800. So then – yeah, I'm not really finding like any because oh, God, because it's such a crapshoot. Like I'm trying to find some deep finals matchups that are plausible. Like Bruins Panthers plus eight thousand. Is that worth the nickel? Yeah, maybe. Like Bruins Panthers, that's not that's not bad, right? Like 
I can't like like explain this to me. Bruins Panthers at plus eight hundred. That's like a plausible Stanley Cup Finals, is it not? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it? And be? Predators Avalanche is plus five thousand. That doesn't make sense to me. That's I decidedly. Think that I think they're they, they don't believe that Nashville can beat Carolina and then beat the winner of Florida Tampa. Yeah, so why so why is the Predators Avalanche series plus five thousand and Bruins Panthers is plus eight thousand? That's because they to me. they think a lot more of the Panthers than they do of the Predators. Fair, I guess. But I mean, like Bruins Panthers is plausible, and it's getting better, or getting longer odds, which is crazy to me. Um, man, you really got to scroll down to find some of these Canadian odds. Uh, the least likely. Well, actually, I, I was going to say the least likely, but there's a tons of scenarios that are plus ten thousand. So there's not really a least likely. Like Islanders, Panthers, Bruins, Jets. Most mostly Jets and and Canadians are involved in a lot of the uh, Bruins, Canadians for the cup <laughs> plus eight thousand. That's one to root for. <laughs> Good lord. Um, Consmite Trophy. You want to hear some some Consmite Trophy odds? Please. Uh, Nathan McKinnon plus nine hundred is the favored. Uh, Austin Matthews plus twelve hundred second. Mark Stone plus fourteen hundred. Flurry plus fifteen hundred. Mitch Marner plus sixteen hundred. Here's one that I think is worth a flyer. Jack Campbell plus thirty five hundred. That one, I that one I think is 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 worth somewhat of a flyer. When was the last time a defenseman won the Smythe Trophy, Craig? A year ago. The... Oh, Jesus, you're right. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Hedman, like, the last time we did this. Wow, you're right. Jesus. Did it happen before that? Why do I think that that's so rare? Scott Stevens won it. Brian Leach won it. Uh, yeah. Let me... Those are just off the top of my head. I'm sure there are more. Yeah, so way more than I than I was thinking in my head there, because I, I was thinking in my head, boy, it's usually a goalie or a forward, and I was probably wildly incorrect on that. Um yeah, Robin Leonard plus two twenty five hundred. Uh the first defenseman. Uh care to guess the defenseman with the shortest odds to win the Consmite trophy? I suspect it's Victor Hedman. Uh Victor Hedman is in a tie with Kale McCarr. Well there you at, go. Uh, at thirty five at but both are going off at plus three thousand. Um yeah, so they they are the defenseman with the longest odds. Um, most what's points. The Mar- what, what's the Mark Andre Fleury number? Oh, uh, Fleury was not too bad. He's plus fifteen hundred. He's fourth 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 best odds, slightly Four. ahead of Mitch Marner, who's number five. That is your top five: McKinnon, Matthews, Stone, Fleury, Marner are your top five. And, and then I have to if one more player, because this is one I'm actually be interested in betting: Brad mm-hmm. Marchand. Brad Marchand is plus three thousand, so that's that's a nice not, little bet, isn't it? That's not bad. I mean, it, like it, 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 that money would be tainted with the stench of of just like I like skunk, but it would be money nonetheless. <laughs> but it would, but yeah, that's not bad. I I don't mind that. Like that's that's a guy for me if you're putting a little if if you're looking for some longer juicier odds on on some Consmith trophy Brad Marchand plus 3000 which uh, leads me to Brad Marchand also getting plus 1600 for most points in the uh the NHL playoffs. Uh McKinnon once again going off at uh plus 600 number 2 surprisingly Mitch Marner. Yeah, plus 8 plus 800. Uh 
Connor McDavid, 1,000 for most points. Plus 1,000. That's not bad. 10 to 1 for Connor McDavid if the, if the, uh. uh there's a, there's a non-zero chance that they could be out in the second round and he could still get that, so. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like. Against the Jets. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm thinking there's a chance Connor McDavid, if the Oilers do go on as we all think they likely will to face the Leafs and then find a way to upset the Toronto Maple Leafs, them only having a third round series against like whoever, like them losing in the third round. If if they go like five or six deep in the third round, that might be enough for McDavid to even even in lieu of making the finals, right? Like I I, I so awesome. Connor Connor McDavid at plus uh, ten thousand for the most points I think is is uh, worth a nickel, right? Like that's 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 worth a nickel or a dime from from where I'm sitting. Um. What are some good long odds? I like. What about Patrice Bergeron at plus twenty eight hundred for most points? Uh, that's an interesting one because you would think that if they're around long enough to for him to get that, Pasternak mm-hmm. and Marshawn would probably wind up with more points than him. True. Uh, well, Marshawn's plus sixteen, Pasternak's plus seventeen. Yeah. So, John Tavares at plus two thousand. Who they've got. Incorrectly marked on as a member of the Colorado Avalanche on this particular website, but John Tavares is is plus two thousand. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be a hell of a thing. Hmm. I do think there's a a well. Let me look this up. What is this particular? Uh, this is something we can discuss off pod. I don't need to bring this up. Um, but yeah. Uh, so who did you pick as your Stanley Cup Finals? Did you say that out loud? I remember you were thinking the Bruins were going to go deep. Did you give them an opponent? I'm just so invested in whether it's one of these teams. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Think about it. Um, yeah. From a gambling perspective, I like Boston. The Le- <laughs> We're not going to get the friendship ruining Leafs Avalanche finals, are we? Like that that... Is, it's on the table. It's it, it's one of the three favorite series, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> what I would say to you is this. Yeah. Broncos and Lions played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I would probably just say, you know what? That's cool. <laughs> That's true. I, yeah. His team, if his team wins, I'm going to be happy for him. Yeah, I, I would too. I just, you know, there's something about, you know, there's something about ending up on the on the Leafs, you know, the, the first, you know, Leafs color TV Stanley Cup DVD. <laughs> that, that I would be like, hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest. I, like, something, because that's the, like, that's the series, that's the finals everyone's predicting is Leafs Avalanche. So I just, uh, like, because, like, 90% of the population out there is predicting that one, I don't, I just don't think it's going to happen, because it just never goes down like that. It's going to be something stupid, like Penguins Hurricanes, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It'd be too good. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No, I think I'm good. Um, All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some playoff hockey. I think it's going to be good. Hell yeah. Too bad you got to wait a week for it. <laughs> this is so stupid just to bring uh, things full I'm, circle. I'm going to enjoy Boston podcast. Washington more night. Right true, true. Uh, so that'll be it for this week. Crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast. And, well, I almost said the one that we're no longer on. Uh, we're also on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Uh, we're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. So please uh, 
listen to us there or download us on there and uh, leave us a review on on whatever podcatcher you happen to be listening to us on because uh, that'll help us out. Thank you very much. Um, good luck to you, Craig, going forward. Good luck to your Maple Leafs. Uh, good luck to everybody else out there who does not root for the Boston Bruins. That's the only team I'm, I'm just not going to give you big ups for. Because uh, that's just how I feel, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Craig and I will probably be back next week. Uh, we were going to do it uh, this week, but then I realized, hey, the NHL playoffs are happening soon, so we could talk about that. But you and I are going to be back next week talking uh nfl futures we're gonna look at win totals and we're gonna go through um because the schedules dropped this week and I, I have some some thoughts on the on the schedule which when you're making your win totals this year craig remember uh 17 games this year 18 yep. week season 17 games i like it's insane i've been listening to other podcasts talk about you know like the win totals pod and they'll and everybody is still saying like well, their over/under is uh, for win totals is eight, and you know eight and a half, and uh, you know they're they're going to be right around eight and eight this season, right around eight and eight. And I'm like, well, well, what does that leave them with the last game that they're going to have to play? Because it's just everybody's still saying like, oh, you know they're going to be six and ten, nine and seven, et cetera, et cetera. Right? It's just it'll it'll take some adjusting for for the gamblers, I think, specifically to get used to with you know having to come up with uh, I don't know. I I. It's gonna be so stupid. Like ten and set, like saying stuff like ten and seven, isn't that dumb? It just feels dumb to me. But I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, Craig Needles, as as always, good talking to you. We'll talk to you next week with some NHL stuff. Uh, take care, everybody, and uh, good luck out there in the hockey world for all your teams.